Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about leftovers and why God doesn't want them. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less, each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how God doesn't want your leftovers. You know, the thing about leftovers is they start out okay. You know, I had a big Thanksgiving meal and we had food left over the next day and that food was fine then. I enjoyed it. It may not have been as good as when it was fresh, but it works. Then the next meal comes and your options are starting to get more narrow. It's not as fresh and it's been picked over. Maybe there's some corn left, a lonely chicken breast. But over time, the more you rely on leftovers, you get less fresh food and fewer options. And the same can be true with God. You know, your leftovers might make you feel like you're doing enough at first. You know, maybe your leftovers mean that you spend time with him every Sunday. Maybe you even have a quick visit in the middle of the week on a Wednesday. And you might feel like that's enough for a while. That's what you have time for, and that should be enough. But eventually, those leftovers will dwindle. You know, once you decide to start giving God what is left over of your time and your energy and your resources then it just gets easier and easier to skip that time with him once a week. You know, the truth is, God doesn't want your leftovers. He doesn't want you to give him what's left over in your life. He wants you to put him first. You know, firsts are important to God. Remember, in the first commandment, what did God say? He said, you shall have no other gods before me, Exodus 20, verse 3. He wants to be ahead of everything else I do in my life. He wants me to put him first before my job, before money, before things, before government, even before a spouse or children. He wants to be your number one priority. God refuses to accept leftovers. But the good news is when you do put God first, it doesn't mean all your problems go away or that you're not still busy or, or you still have conflicts and you can still accomplish a lot. But everything else that you do starts to fall into perspective. You know, God has a wonderful benefits package prepared to reward all those who put him first. You know, we might worry because there's so much responsibility on our shoulders. You know, we have to devote our lives to our jobs to provide for our families. We have to pour ourselves into our hobbies to build a resume or find happiness or rest or peace. Or we have to dedicate our time to our families and our friends in order to build strong relationships. And it, we come to believe that we simply don't have the energy and time to give more to God. But Christ told us he was prepared for this. His reward for those who put him first is designed to cover all of our daily needs, to keep us free from that kind of anxiety. Jesus described in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25, he said, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow, is thrown into the fire, 
Will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, you know, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. God knows what we need. And all of those things that make us think that we have to give God leftovers, Christ says, don't worry about it. Jesus isn't saying that it's wrong to work for food and shelter and clothing. He just wants us to keep our priorities straight. He wants our hearts to be set on the spiritual rather than the physical, the eternal, not the temporary. You know, when we put him and when we put his kingdom first, God assures us that we'll have the other things that we need. God created everything. Even time. You know, Solomon made it very clear in the third chapter of Ecclesiastes that from being born to dying, there is a time for everything. In Ephesians 5, Paul writes about that time and how it should be used. He writes in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery. Instead, be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing and make music from your heart to the Lord, and always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, when we recognize that God has to come First, everything else falls into place. But when was the last time you stopped and reflected on how you were using your time? Think about it. Are you putting him first with your time by spending it on things that honor him? You know, too often we view our time as rigid, that we have limited time, resources, passion, and so God just doesn't seem to have room. And while in some ways it's true that our time is limited and we need to use it wisely, God also says that in some ways it can be fluid. He's not asking for you to stop living, to stop doing what's required to live. In fact, he's asking the opposite. He's saying, put him first. And that might sometimes require eliminating something else. But more often, he simply wants to join you when you're doing those other things. Bring God with you. Paul wrote to give thanks to God for everything that we do. God should be involved in everything. That doesn't mean you set up a cot in a building where the church meets sometimes and move in. It means that God wants you to take him out into the world with you. Everything we have comes from God. He created the heavens and the earth. He made us and he breathed the very life into us. And then he gave us a finite amount of time and we can choose what we do with it here on earth. He's willing to come with us, but we have to stop giving him leftovers and we have to put him first. First Corinthians chapter three, verse 16 says, don't you know that you yourselves are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in your midst? And if I let him, God's spirit will be with me in all circumstances. I will become his temple and he can be a part of everything I do. 
In 2 Corinthians 5.14, Paul elaborates, writing, For Christ's love compels us, because we are convinced that one died for all, and therefore all died. And he died for all, that those who live should no longer live for themselves, but for him who died for them and was raised again. Let Christ's love compel you to devote your life to him, to put him first, and then you will have eternal life. But the devil, however, he does not want you to experience that life. In fact, John 10.10 tells us that the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. He will try to do whatever he can to keep you from using your time and your energy first and foremost for God. But Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. So if you and I truly want to have abundant life, the devil cannot stop us. So remember, life on earth is momentary. God's given us all we have and all we are to serve and glorify him. But God doesn't want your leftovers. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure the others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over